0: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The Fairways of Life show on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. Unforgettable stories. Taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channels, Matt Adams.
1: Welcome to the program, folks. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you are joining us. Full slate of golf. On the way this week on the PGA Tour, it's going to be the Rocket Mortgage Classic. That's uh, at the Detroit Golf Club, classic little golf course up there. And the LPGA, the Trust Golf Women's Scottish Open, will be at Dundonald Links. Uh, The PGA Tour champions are off this week following their major, the DP World Tour. Uh, We'll have the Hero Open at the Fairmont St. Andrews in St. Andrews. Scotland. Dom, did you remember that the DP World Tour was going to be heading to the Fairmont so close to when we were there last? I did remember. How could I forget? It was, uh, I I'm mean, kinda it's, like, it's just... sad
2: we're not still back there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true, actually. How are you feeling, by the
2: way? I'm fine. Uh, I'm improving with every passing day, but I still cannot taste uh, or smell anything. And I got actually a note yesterday after our program from someone who is uh, sort of been watching and listening to our show for years. And they sent me a message and said, the same thing happened to me. I lost my ability to taste for four months. So yesterday didn't go very well. And I don't know what to do about that. Four months is a long time.
1: It's the the worst thing. Folks, it's the worst thing that you can do that when you write into Dom trying to communicate with him of a common plight to give him like a worst-case scenario because he attaches himself to that worst-case scenario. So if you write to him, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I lost my my taste and my smell. It lasted a couple of weeks or whatever. It was fine. No big deal. You don't write to him and say, yeah, I lost it for four months. Or the person that writes back goes, I still haven't got it There's really no
2: other way to put it. 4 months is too long. 4 months is like I wonder if I can go to a doctor and be like, "Can you inject me with something? Can you give me like a cortisone shot up the nose or something like that so I can <laughs> so I can get my taste back?" 4 months of no taste? Yeah. You know what I could do? I could go like keto or vegan or just eat crap that I hate because I can't taste it. So, I don't know, I'd just make a pile of beets and just eat beets like they're apples or something and get super healthy.
1: I Do that, yeah. You can get be in the best shape of your life, you'd be because it's all I could be the in the best shape of my Zion. life, and I'll be miserable absolutely miserable. How will we know the difference? All right, the Cord Ferry Tour is off this week as well. The Live Golf series, of course, is at uh, Trump Bedminster in New Jersey. Dom's in my headset saying you're mean. Uh, speaking of Live Golf, I saw, I saw a really interesting article this morning. Uh, in terms of what LIV is doing this was from Alex Miscelli at SI Morning Read uh, and the headline says exclusive LIV Golf's future plans include relegation qualifying tournament the, and subtitle at the end of 2023 the bottom 4 players in a point system will be relegated from LIV Golf and new players will be added via a qualifying tournament you can find this at si.com/golf or if you subscribe to Morning Read, which, which I get as an email every day. And he writes, This week at Trump National Golf Club, Bedminster, New Jersey, Live Golf will hold its third event out of an eight-event inaugural schedule. Its 48-player field is mostly filled with players who have competed since the opening event in London, though several more have been added along the way. Next year, Live Golf plans to play Fourteen events with a set 48-man field, meaning it's 12 four-man teams, will be the same throughout the season. Sources with Live Golf have outlined more specific plans to SI.com for its third season. In October 2023, after the second season is finished and in preparation for the third, Live Golf will relegate four players and institute its own version of q School, called the Promotions event. Relegation is a term not often heard in golf, but the concept has been around since the PGA Tour went to an all-exempt tour in 1983. Basically, anyone not in the top 125 FedEx Cup points now list loses their card and has to find a way to earn it back, effectively being relegated. During the 2023 season, LIV will maintain a rankings list and players that finish in the top 24 at each tournament will earn points towards keeping their status for the following year. At the end of 2023, four players at the bottom of the rankings will be relegated by Liv, and the top 24 from the season-long points total will keep their status for the following year. Team captains may be exempt from relegation, along with other select players, depending on their contracts and agreements with Liv Golf. If a captain is, in fact, relegated, he would still be involved with the management of the team going forward. According to sources, the relegation process is designed to ensure that the player pool in the Live Golf Invitational events is refreshed each year and that there is a clear, open, and fair pathway for any player in the world to earn their place in these events. All relegated players have the ability to re-qualify for Live Golf Invitationals through the Live Promotions event, which are exempt for that immediately following the season that they have been relegated and for the next two seasons beyond. Relegated players will also be eligible to compete in the Live Golf Invitational Series, currently sanctioned by the Asian Tour, and to be co-sanctioned by Live Golf in the Asian Tour together in 2023, as well as any other tours where they have status. While not relegated, other players who are not under contract may also lose their playing rights in the Live Golf Invitational, should they not be extended by their respective teams, similar to an F1 driver not having his contract renewed with his team. Teams will make the selection of the player they wish to sign to replace those players who have been dropped. All players still under contract for their team will be guaranteed playing rights via invitation rather than gaining exemption via the category for top 24 players. Some players, even if relegated, may be selected to receive invitations to compete in the following season. Because player contracts vary and are not disclosed, individual players' exemption status may supersede finishing outside of the top 24. In other words, high-profile players such as Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson... And Bryson DeChambeau are likely secure in their status for their foreseeable future. The promotions event to be played over three or four days with a potential 36-hole finale will provide players in the amateur and professional ranks the opportunity to try to qualify for the 14 event Live Golf League that is not scheduled or that is scheduled, sorry, in 2024. Players exempt into the field include Numbers 2 through 32 on the money list from the International Series. Again, that's part of the Asian Tour. Major winners from the last five years. Reigning amateur champions, including the U.S. amateur, the British amateur, Latin American amateur, Asia-Pacific amateur, and the NCAA champion. The top 75 in the official World Golf Rankings. PGA Tour and DP World Tour winners from the previous year. Any relegated player from Live Golf the prior two years. Members of the last Ryder Cup or President's Cup teams. According to sources, it is expected that the first round will have 80 to 100 players participating. The first 18 holes will include numbers 6 to 32 from the International Series money list, contracted team substitute players in all category-exempt players. The top 20 from the first-round competition will be joined in the second round by relegated players from the previous seasons of Live Golf, numbers 2 through 5 from the International Series, uh, and any player that finished 25 to 44 on the points list who is not recontracted by a team for the following season. The top 16 from round 2 will play in the last two rounds with the top three finishes qualifying for the 2024 Live season. Bryson DeChambeau said at the open when asked about the qualifying format, quote, it was interesting when I heard about it. I said, okay, this makes a lot of sense. And that again, confirmed my position in being part of Live Golf, close quote. First and second round scores will be reset, creating a shootout flare over the last two rounds, which are meant to mimic Live Golf's Regular events that you can find uh, at si.com/slash golf. It was written by Alex Maselli. It was emailed to me this morning, part of Morning Read, which you can subscribe to. uh, And I thought it was an excellent uh, synopsis of what they're trying to do. The bigger question, of course, there comes to why are they doing this? Uh, Well, they explained part of that in, in his letter, saying that they're trying to keep the field fresh, but if Obviously, if, if you're prominent enough a player, and there's not that many, but if you are, then you're going to have your team negotiate in such a way to say, well, you can't get relegated. You know, full stop, no matter where you finish, you can finish dead last every week, but you can't get re- relegated. And so that's one, one angle to, to keep an eye on as things move forward here, even though the only way we'll find out about that is from the respective players themselves, because those contracts as yet are not being released. But I think that this has everything to do with their efforts to get world ranking points because there has to be a vehicle. There has to be a method for people to qualify. Even when you have invitationals on the other tours, there's, there's a clear method to qualify for those invitationals. It's not just, in this case, governing body or the CEO or the people that run Live Golf going, we want you here, so we're going to pay you to be here. Uh, there's, a, there's a method to qualify. So I think that's a big part of it as well. I just thought it was uh, more interesting information to pass along to you in terms of what's going on and the movements uh, that are being made in the world of golf. Surely there will be many, many more. Now, for those of you watching us on the television side, you can see in our main camera here to my left, I have an absolute pile of golf shoes in front of me, a variety of different styles and colors and features. That's a pathway we're going to walk down After this break, we're going to talk about these golf shoes, how and why they might be perfect for you. PGA Tour Superstore is the presenting sponsor of the Fairways of Life Show. They are the number one golf retailer in America. Yes, those big, beautiful stores that you can see on your television screen right now, uh, spreading out from coast to coast, that have literally everything that anybody could want for their golf game. They also can make sure that you are custom fit. For your equipment, everyone should be fit for what they're doing right now. And they have everything else that you could possibly need for your game. Whether it's tuning up your game, whether it's something that you wear, like the pathway that we're just talking about, all of it is available from the PGA Tour Superstore. Deal with professionals, people who know what they're talking about and are as vested in you getting the best for your game as you are. Superstore.com is a great place to get started. When we come back, we're going to talk about this Golf shoes, what is the technology? Can it help you play better?
0: At Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different.
3: In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses. All set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. Hey,
4: Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing.
5: Nice. I got fit to the Tour BX. It's a little faster.
4: Hold on. Here's Fred.
5: Hey, guys. Am I doing this
4: right? You've never looked better, Freddy. (laughs) Find your fit at bristonegolf.com.
5: Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are.
1: The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information.
4: Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with pay. Which one are you gaming?
6: Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So,
4: are you an E or a C?
0: Hmm. I don't know.
4: Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close.
0: This is the West. It tracks your swing in real time.
6: Got it. One zero one.
2: Gives
0: you feedback in real time, so you feel where you are
3: in your golf swing.
2: Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches.
3: The ways I really helped
2: me to keep that consistent swing.
7: Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop.
1: Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you're joining us around the world today, be it on our television side, uh, which you can find during the week we are streaming live. We actually go to dozens of different touch points, but the primary one for us, because we're doing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views, uh, is on YouTube. So you can subscribe to our YouTube channel just by finding Fairways of Life on YouTube, but the audio side I realize is also massive too. Our digital radio that's available around the world, uh, and all of this is for free always. Uh, thank you for however you're connecting with us. We, we love to have your company. Bob Winskowitz is the founder of Squares Golf. Now, Squares Golf is uh, a product at a golf shoe that's been getting a lot of t- attention of late. Uh, I want to get into the technology behind these shoes. I've set up a variety of of different models that they sent to me for this interview so that you guys could see it. Uh, there's, there's some of the bottom and it's really uh, cool when you see the outsole of a shoe and the way that bec- you can make it translucent and underneath it you can have the variety of different colors. So that shoes, not only do you want them to look great, you want them obviously to perform you want them to be comfortable, but you also want them to demonstrate your particular personality and, and, and flair and style. So with that, pleasure to welcome Bob to the show. Bob, how are you? Thank you for joining us today. I'm doing great, Matt. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. it it's a pleasure. So let me, let me just start with step one, uh, pardon the pun. Why did you start Squares? What was the objective? The
6: objective. Um, see, I spent most of my career in the equipment business. I worked for McGregor, who was one of the best, arguably one of the best iron makers back in the day, and and then Arnold Palmer. I worked for Arnold, running Arnold's golf company for three years, three and a half years, and I saw the innovation, uh, and I saw saw clubs and, and balls innovate them to a sell, uh, to a point where the USGA stepped in and regulate. Yet, you know, I, I challenge people. I say point to a point to a place in a golf shoe since since uh, cleat was added point to a place somebody's added technology to it that actually can help you play better golf and you can't and the reason why you can't is because nothing really has been added to a shoe to help you play better golf people would say well it's more lightweight it's this it's that lightweight doesn't help you play better golf in fact i would argue that lightweight would actually hurt your game but what we did is we looked at technology, we looked to innovate in this particular area, and that was the mindset was to how to provide features and benefits on a golf shoe that literally actually can help people play better, and I can test it out and show people. So that was really
1: the motivation behind doing this. You know, normally, Bob, when when I'm talking about a golf shoe, on on whether here on Fairways of Life or whether it's on uh, NBC Golf Channel, what have you, I normally start with the outsole, go to the upper, and then talk about the, the, the midsole, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. But in this case, given the fact that, that you're promoting the technology of these Squares golf shoes, I'm going to ask you to take us through the features and benefits. I'm happy to move the shoe into position to show the cameras, et cetera, and describe it to the, on the radio side. But could you take us through, please, the technology that you're talking about that you, that you feel that you've built into these shoes?
6: Absolutely. So the square toe, it starts more with the the more squared off toe. And that allows the toes to sit naturally in the shoe. So if you can have your toes sit naturally, it provides proper range of motion for the foot. It also gives you those five touch points of your feet. Instead of angling your toes to the center of the shoe. Now all your toes are sitting naturally, that inherently will give you better balance and better stability. So when we started with the square toe, it allowed us to do something people were after in the golf footwear industry for a long time, which is to build out the base under the bottom of your shoe. So right under the base of the ball of your foot, we widen that by five millimeters wider than any other golf shoe in the marketplace. And that, too, will give you significantly more balance and stability. Now, in the golf swing, when I talk about balance and stability, there is nothing more important. And I argue that there are two connections in the game of golf. Your hands to the club, your feet to the ground, and your feet to the ground facilitate everything that happens from your waist up. So if you don't have proper balance and stability, nothing will, be, nothing will happen properly and it won't be consistent. And proper balance and proper stability – will also affect distance. It will affect distance and accuracy. So the wide base under the ball of the foot will give you better balance. Now, when you flip the shoe over completely, you look at the total surface coverage of our shoe on the ground. That means that, and it's far greater than any other golf shoe. And that means you're going to have better energy exchange with the ground. So as you swing, you throw energy into the ground and then it comes out through you comes up through the ground, back up through you, down the club. And the club, I always tell people, club is like the the lightning rod. And it throws that energy into the golf ball. So that shoe right there is got more contact surface area with the ground than any other golf shoe. Therefore, you're going to have better energy exchange, better balance, better stability. And I can measure that. I can measure the performance distance based on that. The other thing we did is, On the top of the shoe with the laces, we've got silicone nubs printed on the laces. So when you tie that shoe, those nubs are going to hold tight so you never have to tie the shoe throughout the round. Once you tie it, it will stay exactly where you put it and and, and keep that upper material so the foot is one with the shoe. The other thing is we built a, a pretty comfortable collar there. As you put your foot in, you'll see that it's got a considerable amount of padding. So it's a very comfortable shoe. So we were just named the most uh, balanced and stable shoe, most stable shoe by My Golf Spy for 2022. We ranked number three out of all 30 uh, brands tested. Squares uh, after three years of being on the market. So you know people are picking up on the fact that the golf shoe, if it's built right in this technology, and it can actually help you play better golf. And 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 like I said, spend $200 on a pair of shoes, or $700 on a driver. And, and again, I think uh, the shoe is a better investment right now. All right, Bob, talk to us
1: a little bit more about the footbed and the comfort if, if, say, you're a golfer that enjoys walking, even if you don't. But if you're a golfer that enjoys walking 18 or 36 holes.
6: Yeah, you know, that was an important thing because back in the day uh, when, when Echo launched, you know, they were basically saying you can't have spikes and you can't have comfort. You can't have a good performance shoe and you can't have comfort. So what we did is we matched that up. And because the toes sit naturally uh, in the shoe, you're going to you're gonna feel instantly more comfort. Uh, in terms of the footbed, we built that out with with some nice foam and cushioning to get in the right areas under the pressure points, the ball of your foot. Um, the other thing is we've got tour players. We've got Sepp on the Honda Classic. Uh, he wears them every single day. We've got Markel Kavecki, Fred Funk. Uh, you know, certainly we've got Faldo and Daly and, but but I've got tour players out there that walk for a living. And uh, I, I challenge everybody, Everybody, this will be one of the most comfortable
1: shoes you've ever felt. Okay. So, Bob, let's get into, uh, you'd mentioned a couple of times performance of the golf shoe. Obviously, the golf shoe's intent is to not only give you that comfort and style and, and structure and support, but also in the case of squares, your message is that it will help you play better. I'm on your website And it says metric measured average gain with squares, carry plus eight yards, ball speed plus 13, smash factor plus 7%, uh, max vertical lead plus 17 increase, max vertical total plus 18. Could you get into these numbers and how is it that the design of this shoe can lend itself to that kind of uh, performance? Sure. So throughout the golf
6: swing, Uh, you can you generate a lot of pressure so you watch the good players as Rory Tiger uh, they get back as they get the as they get the club back and they come through the ball you watch them it looks like they're sitting down a little but what they're doing is they're forcing the pressure into the ground and that pressure goes into the ground and back up through you so number one the key is generating the pressure the most important thing in the golf swing, and in the, in the number one single dif- difference between an amateur player and a tour player is what they call postural control. The tour player has the ability to control his body perfectly and consistently throughout the swing. They're not moving back and forth, left and right uh, throughout the swing. They can control their body, but us amateurs have a hard time with that. So what this shoe does is it gives you that better balance and stability it gives you better energy exchange. So if you can have that, it's a more effective and efficient uh, golf swing. So when you throw the energy in, comes back out through you, we can measure all of that. It's called a pressure mat. And we can also watch your trace line, which is your balance throughout the swing. The other important thing is during the swing, you break, you break twice. You get the club back to the right. And before you get it all the way back to the right, on your trail side, your lead side, rather, you come through the ball and then you break again. And that's what throws the club head through about 120 miles an hour while your hands are only moving about 17 miles an hour. And think of it this way, that it's like snapping a towel. When you snap a towel, your hand stops and that towel then breaks the sound barrier. And that's the same way with a golf swing. So if you can do it efficiently, which is balance and stability, we can measure the results. And that's why you're seeing greater swing speeds, you're seeing more carry and roll, and you're seeing uh, better energy, which we
1: we measure in newtons, better energy exchange with the ground. Bob, it's one thing to have a concept to to bring a new product with with new technology out into the marketplace. Now that you have done it, now that you've been out here a, a few years, what has surprised you the most about this entire process you're going through?
6: You know what surprised me the most is people never really looked at the golf shoe as a piece of equipment. And yet yet it's the most single most important thing. I can take, man, I can take today's drivers. If I get your 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 shaft flex right, your grip size and all of that, the loft, I can take one of five drivers, put it in your hand. You won't see more than a maybe a two-yard difference. But I can take a golf shoe today and put it on your feet, our shoe on your feet, and I can show you the differences. So people really overlook the golf shoe as a source of equipment and something that really facilitates the the most important aspects of your swing. And one person who did get it right was Ben Hogan. I'm sure you remember that Hogan put an extra cleat on the ball of his right foot, and nobody knew about that for a couple of years. Well, he understood ground connection, He understood the importance of the feet throughout the swing. And, uh, you know, he didn't get too many things wrong.
1: That is for sure. Squares.com. That is S-Q-A-I-R-Z. Squares.com is where you can get more information on everything that Bob is talking about. Bob, thank you for your time this morning. We wish you guys the the very, very best of luck with Squares.
6: Matt, it's always a pleasure. Take care.
1: Sure. All right, folks. uh, If you want more information again on anything that Bob just talked about, do make sure you visit that website. It is called squares.com. Squares.com for more information. And they're available, of course, everywhere we're shoes. A dwizgolf.com is a new technology. It's a wearable technology that will help you know your golf game in a way that you have never known it before because it measures your golf swing in real time and space. It's based on neuroscience. It is an incredible technology that major champions are gravitating to and many, many others because it is a technology that will help people know their game as I mentioned, in a way that you never have before. You get measurable parameters, and when you are outside those parameters, you'll get instant feedback, not only through the app, but you can get it from the device itself. It is a revolutionary way to learn the game. We'll be talking more about it, I can promise you, in the days that lie ahead. What lies ahead for us is an old friend, one on the PGA Tour, is going to join us on the Fairways of Life show right after this. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information.
0: Premium golf equipment doesn't have to be expensive. At Ben Hogan Golf, we design and custom build our clubs and sell them directly to you. And you can try any club for just 25 bucks at benhogangolf.com.
1: Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure of your company from wherever you are joining us. Matt Adams here with you. Dom and Andrew are behind the glass. Mark Hubbard was part of what we call a Beyond the Ropes series where we bring in young players to try to understand what they're going through in their lives. And we have him on multiple times during that given year. We we only do it four year with the players so that we don't ask too much of them because obviously they're out there trying to make their way. But that was back in twenty seventeen with Mark Hubbard. What Mark is doing right now is remarkable. He's a three time winner amongst the professional ranks, including the Corn Ferry Tour, now thirty-three years old. Some, playing some of the best golf of his career right now. Fourth at Barracuda Championship, a third at the Barbasol. He was tied for 13th at the John Deere. It's been a great uh, evolution of his his golf game. Uh, it's been an interesting one, too, in terms of being on the PGA Tour, going back down to the Corn Ferry Tour, being back on PGA Tour. He's 35th on tour in strokes game putting. He's ninth on tour and three-putt avoidance. Only 23 putts all year in 1,000-plus holes played as yet. 27th on tour in strokes gain approach. Seven top 25s already, and as I mentioned, his last three starts have been stout. It is always a pleasure to welcome Mark Hubbard to the show. Mark, how have you been? Good to see you.
7: I'm great. How are you? Thanks for uh, not mentioning my driving stats in that. I
1: appreciate that. (laughs) You know what? Is everything improving? Are you pleased with the direction the game's going?
7: Yeah, yeah, I'm super happy. Um, I think I've just taken a lot of ownership over my game this year, uh, and I feel like I'm, I don't know, maybe being a little more athletic and and just kind of feel-oriented than technique-oriented, and that's super true to just who I am, and that's why it's it's going well.
1: Did it take a while for you, Mark, to to realize that not only can you compete, uh, not only do you have the, the talents in the game to compete, but you have as much right to be successful as anyone else?
7: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I, I've always said this. I think the better you play, the easier it is to play better, and that, and that's a factor, in that is just, you know, belief in yourself and, and just, you know, feeling more comfortable in those moments when you are in contention. Um, and, yeah, I think just, you know, allowing yourself – to, to be in contention and, and not get overwhelmed by the moment for sure.
1: When previously then, if, if, if I don't know if there's an instance you can think of, or just, again, it's more of just kind of an ascension. What does it mean to you to have been overwhelmed by the moment? I'm not talking necessarily about a failure in a shot or a failure in a pot necessarily, but I'm just talking about the feeling. What was it like for you to know that, that the moment was beyond you at that particular time?
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's as, as clear as that. Like, I don't think it's, you know, I can touch one thing and be like, oh, at this point, I was super nervous. Or at this point, yeah. it's, it's just, a, it's, it's almost like an unconscious thing where I just know that I'm more comfortable in the situation now, because I've just been in it a lot more times. It's not like, you know, really necessarily something that I can put my finger on. It's just one of those things that you just have to go through and you have to learn over time. And, and it just kind of naturally happens, I think, or at least it has for me. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like one thing that I can put my finger on. I think it's just a, like you said, a, nat- a natural ascension.
1: When when you are looking at your game and assessing, and you were you were kidding me when you first came on and said, "Thanks for not talking about my driving stats." But clearly, every player has strengths and, and every player has weaknesses. Your strengths, as I look at your stats and have watched you over the years, is is your short game. Could you talk to us about your philosophy there, and has that changed as as you have moved on?
7: Yeah, I mean, there was a period where I, you know, I thought I might need to kind of chase distance and stuff. Um, but no, I mean, I, as much as the bombers are talked about on TV, there's a ton of guys who have had illustrious careers on the PJ tour, you know. Have played out there forever, uh, made a ton of money. Who don't hit it far? Um, obviously, you know if I, if I never become number number one in the world, like that's going to be why. Um, but I can have an amazing career on the PGA Tour without hitting it super far. And I think for me, I just you know what you can't be is short and crooked. So I, I need to continue to hit fairways. Um, and my irons have gotten so good that it takes a little stress off of my pro, uh, off of my short game, um, which is super. Super nice, um, but yeah, I I don't think I need to get longer. I think I just need to hit it as straight as I can and and just focus on my strengths, and um, I think that's definitely something that I've been doing is just making the stuff that I do better rather than trying to change my game.
1: Uh, Mark, one of the things I love is that people who are good at putting, uh, and I have to tell you it's very annoying, Uh, it, it seems to be somewhat of a natural gift can you explain to me the difference between a person that's good at putting it just seems to come naturally, and and is it possible to actually become a good putter if at one point you were not?
7: Yeah, I definitely think so. I think what I love about putting is it's so unique to each individual, and so I think it's really tough to become a great putter if you are just, you know, working with a coach doing something that is not uniquely. You, I think you can become a good putter that way, but under pressure, if you're not, I don't know, if you're just not trusting your feel and and you're using somebody else's stroke or whatever, it's, it's going to break down under pressure. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think if you do what is uniquely and if, yeah, if if you just trust, trust in your process and, and do what is uniquely inherently you, I think you can become a good putter. I think for me, I grew up in a course with really tough greens. Um, So I've just always been a good green reader. Like I see the fall lines really well. I I think I'd rather have a, you know, a putt that breaks a cup than a dead straight putt just because of that. Um, so that definitely is my kind of inherent gift is just green reading. Um, (laughs) but I feel stuff uh, is definitely more important than, than the technique.
1: I knew it was unexplainable. That's why I asked you about that, because everyone is a good putter. The basic message I heard from you, Mark Harbord, was just be inherently who you are.
7: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, think, I think putting is just so much confidence, and the, and the best way to get confidence is just to be true to yourself, you know? Like, if you're, if you're using somebody else's stroke, I just don't think in the long run it's going to hold up under pressure when you're tired or when you're unfocused. So, yeah, just be be inherently you.
1: <laughs> i love it how about practicing how much are you into it uh who are you working with with the golf swing and talk talk us uh, to us about that part of your life
7: yeah i i've been working with a new coach um a little bit his name's andy pat now he's in he's in arizona um you know i don't get out there a ton we don't work a ton but we talk enough and and what i love about him is he's gotten me back to just kind of being athletic um I think, you know, a lot of the work that I did with my old coach was amazing and it's gotten me to where I am obviously, but I was just, I got to a point where I was just too technical and too in my head and, and much like the putting stuff, you know, it was great when it was great, but when it was bad, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't my swing. Um, and so when I got tired or under pressure, you know, I didn't feel like I had anything to fall back on and, and now it's just a lot more athletic and and feel based so that you know when I do get in those tough moments um, you know I'm, I'm not thinking as much which is what you want um, so that's been that's been a really good shift as far as practice goes um, I've always I've never been a ranger rat I've always been a guy that just plays a lot yeah. um, and and then yeah I mean I, I do spend a lot of time on a short game I've always just I've always loved that part of the game. Um, And yeah, if you give me, you know, a good wedge screen, I can sit out there for hours for sure.
1: (laughs) I love that. Uh, When you're playing just away from a tour event, just getting a chance to go out and play some rounds of golf and and surely you want to be competitive. Who are your go-tos? Who can you call up on the phone and say, Hey, do you want to go out and play?
7: Yeah, I'm a member at this little course called Con- Conroe Country Club in Texas. It's actually a nine hole course, but it's amazing. The greens are always in incredible shape, um, and there's a ton of great, amp, you know, guys who play the mid AMs and and USAMs and stuff like that. So, if I go up there, they got money games every Friday and Saturday. If I go up there and you know don't shoot, you know, sixty six or sixty five, I'm going to lose money. So. Uh, It's good. It's great competition and they're, they're cool guys. It's, it's one of the most special places I've ever been a part of for sure. How
1: much do they like trying to take down a tour player?
7: Oh yeah. They, yeah, they're all, they're all out to get me for sure. Give
1: me some, give me some of the best nicknames of this crew.
7: Oh my gosh. I, there, honestly, there are people that I don't know their actual name. Like it's only, I'm on a probably 45 person thread uh, on, on the text chain and I literally there's a guy named Sandwich that I his name's Sandwich I have no idea who he is so
1: <laughs> absolutely love it now Mark I want to ask you another question too as you heard me mention that now in your early 30s which always has been for uh, the history of professional golf has been a time where the majority of the players there's outliners obviously but the majority of the players start to come into their own in your case you are a new dad Harlow, isn't that your little girl's name? If I remember correctly.
7: Harlow, yep.
1: Hey, there's some pictures. Don, just put some pictures up. Bob. <laughs> I guess you had sent this. Talk to us about what it's like <laughs> to be a dad.
7: Yeah, it's 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 been amazing. We actually have another one on the way, uh, coming December fifth. So. Hey, all right. Um, yeah. Do you, do you as, know as you know if it's a boy or a girl? Do you guys check. No, we we didn't find out uh, for the first one. Not find out for this one either, but. Where her pregnancy has been complete opposite, so we're sort of leaning towards thinking it's a boy, but we're we're open to take bets if you want. So,
1: uh, Andrew, go back to those photos again because I've got to ask Mark about the the middle photo of Dad passed out on the couch is absolutely classic, and you could see Harlow's personality already.
7: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because there there definitely is kind of a a stigma as. You know, guys play really well after, after they have kids and stuff like that. And I mean, I get it cause it definitely gives you a different perspective on life. And, and maybe those guys were missing that before, but I, all I know is I sleep a lot less and I practice less now, <laughs> but, uh, but man, am I a lot happier. Um, I think that's the biggest thing It's just, you know, when I get off the golf course, regardless of what I shoot, I'm just always happy. Uh, when, you know, how can you not be when that little face comes running up to you? So, yeah.
1: You know, to that point, you'd you'd mentioned about working with Andy and kind of getting, my phrase, not yours, kind of getting out of your own head. And I'm curious if the combination of things where that little face running up to you after, after your round of golf where she doesn't care what you shot, she doesn't know what you shot, it's not your daddy. And working with Andy to take pressure off you in terms of being in your own head. How much is fog clearing for you? How much is it going out there right now and playing from a place of joy?
7: Yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, I just there's a lot of times where I'm over the ball and I'm not thinking at all, and I know that sounds weird and bad, but I'm just, you know, it's 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 unconscious competence. It's it's, you know, I'm over the ball and I'm just completely zoned in and I'm not I know it sounds bad to say I'm not thinking, but it's what it really is is I'm not overthinking. Um, I'm just, you know, doing what I inherently know I can do. Um, and yeah, it's 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 been a lot more fun uh, doing it that way, and just and just being athletic and natural. So
1: the background behind you, what what does that actually say? I see bigger behind your head, but what's the full thing? Oh, think bigger. Is this where are you? Where I have you? no idea
7: where. Met an Airbnb in Detroit. I have no idea. It was either that or the Peloton over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a perfect thing to have behind you because here we are talking to Mark Hubbard and talking about your ascension in the game of golf. And behind you is this slogan, "Think bigger." Uh, I I have to assume, Mark, that even with this chill attitude that you have, that is part of what you've been doing. You've you've got to have reassessed where you are and go. You know what? I can accomplish whatever I want.
7: Absolutely. And I mean, if you had told me that I would have finished third and fourth in my last two events and been pretty bummed and upset afterwards, because I feel like I should have won both of those tournaments, I would have laughed in your face last year. But so I definitely am in a different spot. Um, you know, and like we talked about, I just think the more that you do it, the easier it gets. Uh, and you do just kind of, yeah, you, you change your beliefs, you change what you think is possible and achievable. And, and, you know, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, as your friend, we were with you when you were working your way up to the PGA Tour, when you are on your PGA Tour, when you left the PGA Tour, went back down again, and when you came up. When you went down again, I remember you telling me that it's what you needed, that it was a benefit to you. Could you explain that to us?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think I probably said that in hindsight. Um, in the moment, it was probably the hardest year maybe the hardest year of my life. Um, but it definitely was what I needed. I needed, you know, a reset and I needed to reevaluate where I was as a golfer and, and my strengths and weaknesses and, and what I needed to do to get back. And it's just tough when you're, when you're out on the tour to, you know, make any real progress or changes. Um, cause we, you know, we're playing so much and, you know, you can't really afford to, you know, go out and, and try something new because, you know, you can fall on your face and, and get lost in something for a couple of months and now, and now you don't have a job anymore. So just being on that corn prey tour, it's just because the competition, it's very, very good out there, but obviously not as good as the PJ tour. It's just a le- little easier to, you know, troubleshoot some stuff. Um, so I really needed to do that and, and get some perspective and, um, you know, it's worked out so far.
1: As a player now of your caliber, Mark Hubbard, uh, a fourth place and a third place finish in those last two events and angry instead of uh, that you didn't win, that you were that close, which, which I love that, that kind of aggressiveness of mindset. I am curious about this. Every one of you are your own corporation. Every one of you are the CEO of their own, in your case, the Mark Hubbard Corporation. What does your brand represent to the marketplace?
7: Man, i think I think me and and a lot of my friends like joel and and max and you know Ryan Bram, who I'm staying with this week, I think the cool thing about golf is that it it's so relatable. um I have no idea what it it's like to catch a touchdown pass in the super Bowl and and there's nothing that I can really do to ever feel that or simulate that, but you know whether I have a putt for a million dollars on on the eighteenth hole or you know, you have a putt with your buddies for $5 on the 18th hole, you know, you still feel the same pressure and different things. I I know that those pressures are different, but golf is just so relatable in that way. Um, And so, I mean, I think my brand is just of someone who, yeah, I definitely have a gift. I'm good at golf, but I'm also just a normal guy. Uh, And I think, you know, that's something that's, that's cool about our sport is that, you know, you can you can envision being out there, and uh, you know I'm just a normal dad with the kid and just hanging out, trying to pay for diapers. And um, I think that's I think that's a really cool thing that that you know we can we can relate to each other and and we can talk and go have a beer and stuff afterwards. Like you know I have no idea what it's like to be Tom Brady, but you can envision what it's like to be me. So it's fun
1: too when you mentioned Ryan and you, and you mentioned Joel or you mentioned Max yourself. You guys are willing to have fun. You may have seen the picture of the golf bag we put up. And I guess, uh, what was the story behind this? I know it, it came from the Rich Eisen show.
7: Yeah, I mean, so I I, I got a new bag kind of really last minute because my old bag bro- broke and uh, they didn't have time to put my name on it. So that's probably my favorite thing that's happened over the last four weeks that I've played so well and I literally haven't had my name on my bag. Um, but I found this... Uh, I found this kind of like wallpaper type stuff for kids that's dry erasable and uh, put it on my bag. So now we have a a free advertisement board. Basically, we can write whatever we want on there. And and, uh, he was nice enough to have me on his show not too long ago and and pumped up some of my uh, social media stats and stuff. So uh, we we put that on uh, to start. But yeah, and any, any requests from you guys, I'd feel free.
1: Uh, believe me, Dom will be hitting you up. There's no doubt about that. That will be up there. Uh, it, to that point, with with helping you out, you know, I always want to ask you about your sponsors and how that's going and who you've aligned yourself with, so we can spread some love there too with the people that help you do your thing.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I've I've uh, had some great new sponsors since since we've talked last. Uh, local IQ. I know you've seen the the bag. They've been amazing. Um, I was actually out with with their head uh, Mike Flanagan last night and got probably had one more beer than I needed to, but um, it's only Tuesday. So uh, the local IQ has been great. Um, I was at a MGM uh, pro-am yesterday too. They've been amazing Uh, hubs peanuts, which I definitely need to send you guys. I'm sorry. I've dropped the ball on that because they're incredible. Um, And then straight down and true links are my building sponsors. So they've been, they've been great as well.
1: I love it, Mark Hubbard. We love having you on. Last question I have for you: ninth hole down in Texas, second time around. Sandwich has got a three foot putt to win five dollars. Do you give it to him?
7: Yeah, I'm a nice guy. We not we, we have we have a thing down there. Uh, one of our one of our guys who's actually um, a councilman now down in down in Texas. Uh, councilman. His name's Kurt, and we call it a Kurt Par. Um, and that's basically just taking a gimme from pretty much literally anywhere, eight feet, 18 feet, whatever. (laughs) So
1: dude, you're awesome. I'd I'd let, I'd
7: let sandwich have a Kurt par.
1: If that's fair enough, a Kurt par there. Uh, congrats with little Harlow. Congrats with the new one on the way. can't wait to catch up with you again. Love to see you playing so well and doing so well. We wish you the best.
7: Thank you. I appreciate it. It's great to see you.
1: Good to see you too. More coming up in the fairways of life show folks after this, stay with us.
0: At Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different.
3: In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world famous Lynx courses and our world famous Parkland courses all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash Hey
4: Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing.
1: Nice, I got fit to the Tour BX.
5: It's a little faster. Hold on,
4: here's Fred. Hey guys. Am I doing this right? You've never looked better, Freddy. (laughs) Find your fit at BristoneGolf.com.
5: Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are.
1: The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information.
4: Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with pay. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me.
6: It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C's for checkup. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs.
4: So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close.
0: This is the West. It tracks your swing in real time.
6: Got it. One zero one. Gives
0: you feedback in real time, so you feel where you are in your golf swing.
2: Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The ways that really helped me to keep that consistent swing.
7: Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop.
1: Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday. Dom, he is such a classic. It is so cool. You know, from from the time that you conceived that... that bringing these young people on and kind of sharing their lives. And then we stay in touch with them afterwards. In, in many cases, after they've become, you know, multiple time winners at the highest tier and they, and they they stay friends because they remember the experience and they remember what it was like and how much fun it was. How classic was his story about, he plays a nine hole golf course with a bunch of good players. And that my favorite part was the guy's sandwich. He doesn't always re- <laughs> It's yeah, I like sandwich. that a
2: lot. Sandwich. His name is Sandwich. I thought for a second that was me. <laughs> Am I on a text chain? Maybe I don't I know. On a if text you'd be chain. Sandwich, I don't know about. Nah, you would. Be I just something. love. I love that you would be Noki. That's true. But what I what I love not just about Mark Hubbard, but sort of what we've developed over you know decades of doing this is I really there's a it's kind of like what happened when Joel Damon won. We're so invested in, in, in these guys that, are, that sort of become a part of our little family. We know them so well. We know what they've been through. And like he mentioned when, we, when he was talking to us about how that was the worst year of my life, yeah. we were interviewing him during that period of his life. Yeah. And he was at that time, in that moment, he was not happy. That's one of the things when Mark was talking during that interview, I was screaming in Matt's ear. I was like, look how happy Mark is. Yeah. I am so happy for him. Look at him, he's smiling. You can see him beaming. He's playing great golf. We were talking to him 2 years ago, 3 years ago when he was not that. He was struggling. And so to see the ups and downs and then to see these guys reach these heights, it's it feels so good. It, I just I'm so happy and proud of him to see him playing so well and he's a dad now and you know, I'm sending him pictures of my kids, he's sending me pictures of his kids and it's just I mean, this is, like he said, golf is relatable. This is what's so cool about this. It, it, it's so relatable, the ups and downs. that It's just great. There's, I, I don't know what to say, Matt. I, it, it makes you feel so good.
1: Yeah, it is pretty cool. And, and when you talk about the pictures with the kids, those pictures that you showed, those aren't actually from social media. Those are the ones that he sent to you, right? Yeah, those are pictures he texted to me. He te- which, again,
2: if you think about it, it's kind of funny, right? Like if you're watching on TV, look at the picture in the middle there with him asleep. He, he, I mean, every, anybody that has kids, anybody watching this that has kids, you got a thousand pictures in your phone of your kids. He decided, hey, this picture of me passed out. I should totally send this to Dominic. <laughs> that and was a so conscious fantastic. decision for him to send that picture.
1: <laughs> Absolutely love it. it. It's just, it's just awesome. And the and relationships are really fun and the stories are really cool. And like Don was saying, yeah, you mentioned specifically Joel Damon, he did too. And you mentioned, obviously you we're talking about Mark when he was struggling in both cases, those two players, when they first started coming on with us, we're, were talking about how it was, they were having trouble making ends meet, right? Because everybody looks at them now and looks at all the glory and and yeah, the the money that they're making and all the rest as a professional athlete. Uh, but when they first came on, they were having trouble paying their rent. It's just, it's amazing and it is very cool and very fun. And and what are you hearing? Uh, just out of curiosity, Dom. I don't ask you this enough, but. What are you getting in terms of feedback from people that are that are watching the show and, and their reaction to that to interview? Well, with, if
2: you're with, watching whatever. the program on YouTube, if you're not, you can subscribe. It's easy. You go to Farrah's Life. It's completely free. Um, and during the live show, we have sort of like a live chat, I guess, if you will, where you guys watching just sort of, you know, comment and and uh, talk to each other. And we try and chime in as best we can when we have the time. And I think maybe maybe this week, Matt, we should start – Throwing some questions out to that crowd and just get some get some answers to some questions because there's a lot of things going on in the in the world of golf right now. But a point. lot of people were <laughs> commenting during Mark's interview. Hell yeah, Mark! I love Mark. Homeless hubs, LOL. That's his Twitter profile thing. <laughs> awesome. Congrats, Mark! So you can see even even it's translating even to folks who've never heard of Mark Hubbard. They're getting to, that's the other thing we love about or don't know him well doing well. this. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the other thing we love about doing this is we give you the opportunity to meet players like Mark Hubbard. We all know who Roy McIlroy is, but some of you don't know who Mark Hubbard is, where he came from. You don't know anything about him, and we love being able to introduce people like him to you because it's impossible not to be a fan of someone like Mark Hubbard.
1: That, I totally agree with that. It is impossible not to be a fan. Uh, to to uh, There's a lot of stuff in like here about
2: live golf, too, as you would imagine. Oh, is there? Lots and right. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that public opinion, based on this sample, is swaying. But I will say that it's starting to look more like people are taking their eyes off the money and they're putting their eyes more on the format. And they're saying, hey, turning golf into like a football league or an F1 league or tournament where you've got teams... And captains is different. hey, I'd watch that. Hey, that sounds cool so I mean the, 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 this whole team concept is is interesting and it's it's fun to talk about at least I think it is and regardless of the source of the fun the funding for this, just like anything else Matt in in four years from now, I'm not sure the source of funding will even be no the people. The people finding out about the league four years from now and watching something, watching some of the teams play on the weekend, they're not going to know where the funds are coming from. They'll know nothing about that. They'll just know what they're watching. They'll just know the team they're looking at. So it is interesting to to think about how this may unfold. And you talked about earlier in the show about the, you know, the relegation and the sort of the formatting and, and how they're, sort of starting to build this up 2 or 3 4 years out from now. I mean it like I talked about many times Matt, this is this is going to be around. So it's something to talk about.
1: Yeah, I I'm not yet on board with with your conviction that in 3 or 4 years from now that the source of funding is not going to be an issue. Though for me it's not an, It's not
2: that it's not an issue, it's that it gets forgotten, like a news site. Yeah, I don't think it will. It's always there, it's always an issue, but people just forget, they
1: don't care. Well, I, forget and, and don't care are two very, very distinctly different things. I, I do think that there's a potential that there'll be less caring in terms of the source of funding. I do think you're seeing a shift with that already. But in terms of knowledge of it and those who are dis, you know, as, absolutely... Uh, grossed out by it. I get it, and I don't blame any of those people for feeling the way that they do. What what I've tried to do with the information that we're presenting in this forum is to be as balanced as we possibly can be. And I would tell you honestly, with with all of this stuff that's developing, uh, I'm trying to keep an open mind in terms of t- the product itself, outside of the other issues, which I'm not diminishing their importance, but. To look at the product itself, and as yet, I'm not yet compelled. If they haven't got me as a fan yet in terms of just pure interest with, with what they're doing. I, it'll, I'll be curious to see how it continues to develop if at some point, I, you know, with, with every other golf event, even if I've got other things going on, for me personally as a fan of the sport— Something says to me, "Oh, I'd like to watch that. Or I'd like to see that. I'd like to see the finish. I'd like, etc." Uh, I don't have that emotion yet with them. They they haven't got me to a point where I feel like, "Yeah, I want to see what happens here. Uh, I want to see who who either as a team or as an individual wins this week in Bedminster." It still feels like an exhibition to me. And I'm not saying that because it's a party line. I'm saying that because it, it's 54 holes. It's a shotgun start. Uh, there isn't really any ascension that's going on here, except for a few players coming, say, from the Asian tour. Uh, instead, this is a handpicked group of, of stars that have, have been paid a mega amount of money to tee it up. How is that not an exhibition? So, again, it, I'm not saying that it's not going to happen, That the, that... As they evolve, there won't be some point where I go, oh, okay, well, yeah, now I'm curious. As a fan, I'm, I'd like to see how this plays itself out. As yet, not yet for me. That just. But we'll, we're going to continue to try to give, give you the news of everything that's going on in and around the world of golf, including with what Liv is doing, as straightforward as we possibly can so that you guys can make the decisions that you feel are right for you. Uh, In terms of Dom's suggestion of asking you guys a question, I do have a question. Uh, I am curious about what you think. I'm curious about where you stand, and that's that thing that I was just telling you, honestly, from, from my perspective. Are you interested? Is it something that you could see yourself evolving into interest in because of moves like we were discussing today that they're they're making. Uh, are you dead set against it? Why are you dead set against it? Is it the money? Is it the source of funding coming from uh, the public investment fund and the Saudi royal family? I'm just curious about what you guys think about this because we keep hearing about what the players think about it, and every player's asked about it and asked about it and asked about it and asked about it, but I haven't heard enough from golf fans. I'm curious what you guys think. I, I don't need to know what other members of the media think. I, I'm not terribly impressed even with my or, or Dom's opinions, respectfully. I want to know what you guys think. Where do you stand with all of this? Because ultimately, I think it is the fans' the perspective. It is, it is the—and I, I mean no disrespect for this, but I'm just trying, trying to define— the masses. It is the great unwashed that will determine whether or not this is successful. Ultimately, you are the people that they need to reach, not media. Uh, the, obviously, they don't need to reach other players when they're already signing superstars, such as it is. They, money talks in, in that regard. But I am curious what you guys think. Where do you fall in this whole thing? For it, dead set against it, kind of still trying to decide, You can write to us. It's that that open chat forum that Don was talking about. Maybe we'll get into this some more tomorrow. Uh, We've got a really cool guest joining us tomorrow. I'll, I'll give you this much of a teaser. This player is, I think, if not already there, on the cusp of superstardom in the game of golf. Let that brew for a while. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.